All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Claude Giroux, and you're listening to Nasty Knuckles. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles. The Hockey Outlaws Podcast with your hosts, Terry Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer, Riley Cote, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? Whew, a little hangover from the uh, parade yesterday from the <laughs> back-to-back Natty Ice champs uh, winning the men's league there. So, so quite the parade yeah. down Broad Street. Yeah, I'm um, not sure people knew what we were doing. <laughs> uh, just Six guys watching. Yeah. <laughs> people were like, "What are these guys doing? Carrying the keg cup?" You know, I'm not sure uh, Jim Boucher's noticed that it's missing from the Dunlops upstairs, but. Uh, no, just kidding. Just had a great game, though. Right? It was a big big win. It was fun. It was actually a really fun game to play against. Uh, we played Dexter, good dudes. Um, really fun game to play. I would say that's probably one of the best men's league games that I've ever, ever been a part of, honestly, yeah. as far as like it was pretty actual intense. intensity yeah. and like execution, too. I thought both both teams were making some plays. And, yeah. Um, you know, it was uh, good energy and good energy. comeback win. Place was packed, you know, oh, yeah. down 4-1. Yep. Come back and uh, win that game. Was it? You know, we, we we never got down, but like four one, and they you know they got a good team, so it was it was fun. It was a really fun game. Yeah, it was. And the, and the Toby's got some action. Well, I mean, you know, 
four snipes by you. Uh, <laughs> Toby, Richard, and um, Aaron actually called me and said, could you kindly stop using the stick? Because I'm missing open. I missed it. No, because I missed open net. I, oh, for totally, you, yeah. yeah. For me, not for you. Oh, yeah. yeah you got to um, step your game up like, Toby, Just to give it to everyone game. else on the team, and uh, you just use something else. And I said, well, why don't you guys go fuck yourselves? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, uh, but uh, yeah, your your Toby was your Toby was hot. It was on man. fire, man. It was a fresh Toby. It too. was you a just, fresh. Uh, it was a fresh bottle too. Elvis just got his new Toby Raven, which he loves. Um, he he used. They finally got to use it. Breakaway uh, goal too, last night. Right? Yeah, yep. In practice, in practice though. But uh, yeah, he loved it. He said it felt great. Um, He's got way better hands than me. Yeah. So I would I'll take his word for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So Nast, nah, did you put a little jello on those tips tonight? Oh boy, here we go again <laughs> with the man bun. You can't make fun of I got a normal haircut. There's no like what are we talking about? with the man bun. Just gotta keep the hair out of the eyes. <laughs> well, cutting it. That'll work. <laughs> no. Like it's not an option right now, Nast. Did you trim the beard tea? I did, yeah. yeah thank God. My goodness. You're looking good. Yeah, you're looking good too, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Feeling good after a championship. Yeah, I feel you know? pretty good. Hip flexor's a little tight still. Lower back. Remember, like <laughs> that, I almost broke my spine there on that one Ooh, play. Went behind the boards there. Which was, uh, I didn't realize that was you. Oh, my God. Someone's, I heard it, and then you were coming down ice, and I saw ice all over your back. I was like, was I Riles? I went to the boards. Probably broke the boards. Yeah. <laughs> his broke head hit it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <Some> back <laughs> is broken. <laughs> what, vertebrae? Spinal. <laughs> Mike Tyson. That was great. Broke back is broken. What, uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. We're going to pull that clip. Out. Yeah, we're going to have to. Ball or Debo, you got to pull that clip. That's one of Elvis's favorite thing. He always says oh, that. I broke clip. my back. Uh, anyway. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. A uh, little announcement to make. I will be yes. at the Lehigh Valley Winter Classic on February 4th, which is a special hockey event. Been there before myself, Bill Clement, and Scott Hartnell will be there. Uh, awesome event they put on. Um, again, special hockey. These kids, uh, obviously, being introduced to hockey and, yeah. and having some structure and practices and, and games, which is uh, super beneficial for their development. So uh, happy to support them. Um, and it uh, should be a great day. So if yes. you guys are around the Lehigh Valley, check it out. Um, come say hi. More and details to come. More details too to come. That. We'll have Adam on from the Lehigh Valley Winter Classic next week to talk more. But uh, just putting it on the map, pretty positive event yep. uh, in the That's community. Awesome. So happy to happy to support them once again. Yep. Moving on to Flyers hockey. Nass, what do you got? Yeah, Sam Harrison's opened some eyes uh, with his play. He had a great training camp and then was hurt. Yep. Um, you know he's four and zero. 2.3 goals against average, which is obviously really good. And uh, 9, 9, 2.4 uh, save percentage. And he, he looks sharp. Yeah, he looks he really good. Um, he's played in four games. I mean, it's four games, but still, like, he, he's looked – he's played really well. Yeah, I mean, and, and the guys have won five of six games right now. Um, so, that's – it's always a positive. It's funny, like – they're winning games, and you see on social media, and half of it's for fun. But like, stop winning, yeah, I know, <laughs> you know, right. for yeah, the exactly. for Bedard, Bedard. But yeah. um, but Sam's played really well. Um, can't can't deny that. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. And to go on the Western trip and to yeah to win those games on the road is not an easy thing to do. Right. Um, you'd like to think a, a young guy coming into the lineup. I mean, I, I know what it's like coming in your first you know few games. It's like you're just full of piss and vinegar right yeah. you're, you're just you're doing obviously everything you can to 
to to win games and to stay up. So, um, you know, naturally he's going to have his bumps in the road like we everyone does. But uh, great start to his to yeah. his career in the, in the season um, for him. Um, hopefully they can sustain this momentum. You know, yeah. For the team. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, their schedule wasn't the toughest, but it it's different. It's yeah. NHL. Yeah, like you're winning games. Everybody wins yeah. games, and, and you have to win those that you you should win. Yep. Um, but he has played really well. Um, kind of creates a little issue at goaltending with Felix because it seems like they don't want to put him on waivers. Um, he's actually down in Lehigh on a conditioning stint yeah. right now so they have two weeks to kind of figure out uh what's going on you read all kinds of stuff trade this guy trade that guy but I'm not sure what they're gonna do but i think they have enough cap space to have felix up and have three goalies which sucks yeah really for felix if he's not gonna get to play who knows how it work you know how it plays out maybe they do make some sort of a trade but um for the time being felix is down uh conditioning with the phantoms so yeah. I guess in two weeks we'll see. Exactly. Maybe they might, there may be some decisions that have to be made. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, they might hang on, may uh, hang on to three goaltenders for a while and see how that plays out. Yeah, you know, the, the that position is somewhat sensitive, right? You're like one yeah. tweak away from having to make a recall, anyways. So, right. you know, um, but uh, nonetheless, it's a good problem to have, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think so, and uh, and you know, obviously, not putting him on waivers, uh, maybe they heard, you know there are some teams that would pick Felix up and um, yeah. I think they might be right. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll the have to see what they do is the way is the workaround, right? Yeah. You got, you, you have to do it that way. So see how it plays out, but uh, you know, nice to see Arison having success and, yeah. and the team rallying around him. So wish him the best moving forward. Yep. Moving on past that. we got some, uh, some high level performers. Ooh, TK's a, TK. he's on fire. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, Nine game point streak, seventeen points in that in that uh, in those nine games, and he's just playing his game. We've talked about it before. He's shit disturber, you know. He gets in there, he gets in the middle of everything, which I love. And he's not a obviously he's not an oversized player, but he plays way bigger than he is, and um, he's just scoring and yeah. he's having fun. It looks yeah, like he's, he's having, having fun. fun. He's, he's playing playing his game, and uh, you know we talked about him, him and Carter maybe being an all star, and uh. Our boy Kevin Hayes gets the nod, which um, couldn't be happier yeah, for him, man. Yeah, you and me both. And uh, and I'm sure everyone on the team is. Yeah, you know, t- yeah, TK could get voted in as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. he still could get voted he's in. I mean, the way he is. If he... you look in the East, like I don't know of any other players that are playing as well as TK. So there are a couple spots there where I believe he can be voted in. Hopefully, he does. He does deserve it. But for Hazy, man, it made, it made me tear up. I was so happy for him. You know, it was one thing I, I believe he had said to someone that, you know, it was one thing his brother always wanted him to do was to yeah, be an this all-star. Year, and you know, this year's awesome, the year. Man. This year's the year. And, you know, finally. It's awesome. Finally found his way. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. No, oh, I'm super pumped for him, you know. Yeah. Especially with you know some bit of the, uh, the 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 surface level adversity that the media has kind of talked about with you know him being scratched. This is part of the game, you know. It's yeah. a little blimp, blimp on the schedule in the season, but uh, you know, nice to see him rally through it and uh, you know have some success and and find his way to the All Star game. So wish him the best. I know he is he's a skilled guy. He he, is. he has the ability to slow down the game and almost to, almost to a fault right I mean, right, it's like right. He's, so, he's so good at it that uh, it almost looks like he he uh, d- doesn't care sometimes right, I think right that's you know that's that's the skill that's 
that's something you really can't teach to be able to to hang on to the puck and have that type of patience. I know I certainly didn't have that nest. I see that in your game sometimes. Oh, though. You God. got to you hang on to the puck extra, extra second. Then lose it. <laughs> have then a lose part. it. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Wobble, and fucking back check hey, it if it was a round ball in, in the kid's oh, hand. Yeah, I know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, congrats, Hollywood, man. We yeah, love you, yeah. brother. So happy for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Nast, before we get to episode 101, I think we yes. got we to gotta plug fans of Philly, our trips. Oh, up. We're it's getting closer. Yeah, one month away. Yeah, one month away. Cannot wait. Seattle, we're coming. Oh, yeah. We're coming, Seattle. Are you going to throw... Are we going to go have you throw a fish or catch the fish? You know how they do probably. that. Yeah, <laughs> I got, probably. I got to see the mitties, see if you, <laughs> if you can catch, catch or throw it. Well, um, see these mitts in action. Yeah, I uh, can't wait uh, to, to go on this trip. And uh, from there, we go to Van. Yep. And Roxy just keeps blowing our phone up. <laughs> they're, they're like, want to make sure we oh, come in there. So. Bringing, bringing bottle service. Yeah, oh, yeah. To bring it's the clear coming. in. And yeah, we should. I think, I, I think we need to get ball or Debo to email them, let them know about the winter champs. Oh, you know, Natty, Natty Ice. Uh, so get the, get the get red the carpet bottle service, the, the sparklers, oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, you, you got to do it right. That's it. Yeah. So, so one month away. Can't wait. Philly.com. Of- check them out. Yes. And we're ready to rock your nest. Episode 101. Can you believe it? I cannot. Episode 101 presented to you by Cureleaf. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a long-time patient or you're just getting acquainted to this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Google Cureleaf PA or stop by one of their 18 locations across the Commonwealth or visit cureleaf.com forward slash locations. Let's go, Nast. Here we go. All right, welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Settlemeyer. And this week, we are so excited to have a great friend of ours, a teammate of yours, young man I've known for a long time, former Flyers captain, 1,000 games played Riggs Ooh. in the black and orange, second all-time in points with 900. Not bad. Not bad. He's all right. Yeah. Mr. Claude Drew. G, what is up? Thank you for joining us. What's up, my man? Not much. Just grinding away here halfway through the season. And, uh, you know, good to see you guys again. Good you to too, see brother. you too, brother. Tucked away in your hotel room there? Or what's happening? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just finished <laughs> practice and, uh, yeah, just hang out, talk to you guys for a bit, have a have a good nap, and have a nice dinner here in Arizona. Oh, man. Beautiful. We did a little bit of damage there last uh, year about this time, probably. Yeah, we did. Yep, nice place. Not a bad place Weather. to be. A little different, though, the weather, AG, in Ottawa and Arizona, maybe, a little bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not uh, – <laughs> I, I had to pack a little different. And, uh, yeah. you know, I once in a while, I don't mind that. I hear you, man. Sure. Um, again, thanks for joining us, buddy. We know you're super busy. We were we were trying to set it up when you got back to Philly for your first game uh, with, with Ottawa here, and that just schedules are crazy and all that. So uh, we we're really happy to have you. Uh, kind of just want to start um, – we were, we were talking about this earlier uh, when you were still here, the bubble year when when everything kind of got screwed up with with COVID and you end up going to the bubble and, uh, you know, making it doing well in the playoffs. Right. And it, everything's like going forward and, and north. Uh, everybody's excited about the next season. And then the last two seasons kind of just, you know, 
just were a bit of a shit show. For, uh, you know, just things happening that no one expected. What 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 can you put your finger on? Maybe that uh, was one of the biggest things with everything kind of going backwards. Yeah, for well, the Flyers. I think, yeah, I think my last year, I think yeah, it was very frustrating because uh, you know we had we just got Ryan Ellis and uh, we we were very excited about the season and then like missing Coots and then uh, you know Cam and um, you know Joel and you know when you miss miss big pieces like that and we had so many injuries that it was frustrating because uh, we had a good start of the season and then when the injuries started we kind of we kind of dipped a little bit and it, it was frustrating because we wanted to see how how this group could do and uh, you know it was uh, uh, me like me personally I was very excited for that for the season and I thought we could do some damage but uh, you know it's uh, it's definitely a bad taste in uh, in, in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, it, it is true. We've talked about it a lot. It, it just so many injuries. There's only so much you can do uh, when you lose big, big pieces like that, uh, no matter what. But uh, in saying that last year, your last year, of the Flyers uh, make it to the all-star game again, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, but uh, your last year as a Flyers, like I said, and as a Flyer and you end up getting MVP in Vegas, that, that had to be pretty special. Yeah, that was very special. I mean, uh, you know, all-star game, you know, guys are not going 100%. And uh, we just ended up winning and one guy on the team gets it. So, uh, I mean, could have been pretty much everybody. But just to be there, uh, you know, with Gavin being there too. Uh, you know, Gavin still looks at videos of, of when we were there. And, um, you know, he uh, it's a great memory for him and for us. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's definitely, uh, it was definitely one of my favorite all-star uh, game. Just, just how how everything happened. Yeah, it was it was great to see. I know we were so excited for you. Really, really cool. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, you know, gee, uh, lots has happened since last time we had you on the pod. Obviously, um, you know, Nasty mentioned a couple there, but um, you know. Um, share what you can and walk us through maybe what it looked like, you know, getting traded last year. I know there's a lot of hype and a lot of media speculation, just rumblings. I mean, uh, how much is true? How much is not? I mean, are you able to maybe just share what you can around like what that looked like? Um, you know, the teams you were talking to maybe, and then, you know, obviously playing that thousandth game and how that played out, you know, was that an organizational thing or is that something that you, you know, you, you, you called the shot on. So I just want to get your insight on that. Well, you know, when the season ended last year, um, you know, me and my wife kind of looking through our options and, um, you know, I had no idea where I was going, to be honest, uh, you know, going back to Philly or staying in Florida or coming to Ottawa. And there was, there was a lot of teams that, uh, we kind of look at the option and uh, you know, every time we talked about it, Ottawa just sounded good. I, I, I liked the way they played last year. They, they were a team that when, you know, you, you're going to play against them, against them, you know, they're, they play you hard and it's going to be a long night. So, um, and they had a great second half. They have a lot of young pieces, like a lot of young, great players. And uh, you know, you, it's just something you want to be a part of right? and, you know, go in there and kind of, build something with those young guys and uh, kind of it's like, I understood that it's going to be a process a little bit, but uh, hopefully it'll be a, a, f a fast process. So um, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm here. 
to be honest, just because guys are awesome in the locker room. We uh, uh, we have a really tight group, and you know uh, they make me feel young again too. So it's uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. That's yeah, awesome. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, before you had to get to that step with 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 Ottawa, uh, like going back, you know, your thousandth game, you played one thousandth game with the Flyers, which is amazing, uh, and that was your last game. Uh, leading up to that, did you say like, listen, I'm playing a thousand games before anything gets done? Was that up to you? Uh, I think it, not, it, it was, we talked about it, but it was kind of just timing. It actually, the timing could not have done gone better. Uh, it was, it was just like, okay, this is going to be the last game. And then, uh, uh, and then the trade's going to happen. So, um, it was, uh, timing was pretty nuts to be honest. And, um, that game, it was, it was the emotions of having the, 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 the celebration before this little ceremony of thousand game. And then in my head, like I was, I was terrible that game. I mentally, I was like, I, you, I just know it's my last game and like the whole game. I'm just like, uh, the stuff that was going through my head, it was tough. And, uh, you know, we ended up winning the game, which was pretty cool. But uh, it was great for their team fun too. But uh, you know, it just, uh, you know, it just it was kind of a mixed feelings. And uh, you know, like after the game, I kind of broke down a little bit, just uh, trying to keep it together. But uh, you know, the fan, the fans, even the, when I came back to to Philly, the fans are just uh, amazing, and uh, they've always been great to me. And I re- I really respect them. Yeah, it, it was an awesome uh, ceremony, awesome, you know, just everything. And I think what really capped it off for me was Gav giving the wave. That was, I mean, that <laughs> couldn't have been it. I mean, that was the coolest thing. I just thought it was great. He sees dad yeah. doing it. So he's like, oh, man, I laughed. But uh, so in going through that whole process, like best you can without giving away things you can't, like for the trade and, and you know, you have a you have your options basically like, is that a tough thing to do? And like, how does that kind of work? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, especially you're there for a long, a lot of years. And, uh, I care, I, I care a lot for those, for the, uh, the guys in that locker room. And, you know, I, at one point it's just time. And I think, uh, personally and, and the team, I think it was just, we kind of agreed on, uh, on what's going to happen. And, uh, there was no, there was no argument. There was no, like, we literally just had conversations and everything just, just felt right. And, you know, it's a, uh, it's a tough decision to make because, you know, I always thought I'd finish my career in Philly. It just, yeah. it was, it was never a question for me. And with the timing of my contract ending and where the team was and, uh, the direction of the, uh, of, of 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 the team it was um it was it was tough but uh you know sometimes uh things happen like this and uh you just got to move on and um there's other things in life that uh uh that will come your way yeah exactly and and you handled it great and uh you you get you get traded to florida and what you know pretty good damn team there yeah, too no you know um, you get in there, he played 18 games. I think you had 23 points in 18 games and, uh, eight points in the playoffs, but talk a little bit about Florida. I mean, obviously you're going, the last team you played on that was different was your junior team. 
So you've been a flyer your whole life. And now you're going to Florida. What was that like? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, you know, the first week I'm trying to, I just don't know what to expect going to a new team. I, 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 I really don't know anybody on that team. So I'm, I'm going to accept Bob. Bob uh, yeah. Yeah. So like I'm going in there. I don't know anybody. And I mean, I don't know if these guys like me or not and how they <laughs> feel about me coming there. And so, uh, but it was great. Obviously, uh, good group of guys and we're winning a lot. So anytime you win, it's, it's a little bit extra fun, but, um, you know, it, it, it really sucked that we couldn't go further than we thought we were going to be. Uh, cause we thought we had a great team and we were playing well, um, played Tampa and obviously lost in four games, but didn't feel like we lost in four games, but, uh, you know, the experience there, the organization, they were great too. And, uh, I mean, a complete different team now. Yeah, like yeah. Three sixty, they uh, got they got new pieces, got rid of some pieces, new coaches. So it's a uh, uh, it's it's a whole different story right now in Florida. But uh, when I was there, a uh, good group of guys, and um, I was there for what two months, three months, and so uh, it was it, it it was it was awesome. How good's Barkov? Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> you know you, like you play against him and like you you do think he's underrated and you do think that um, he's unbelievable. He's got a heavy stick, but when you actually get to play with him, you're just like on like just during practice, he would, he would make some plays during practice. And I'm just looking around, like anybody see that? And guys are just like, <laughs> it's just normal for them. They're like, yeah, he does, like, he does this pretty much every practice. I'm like, this is nuts. But, uh, but like he, he reminds me like he played with Yags, right? So like, he does a lot of what Yags used to do, and he he works. He's in the gym. He's skating by himself. He he does all the extra work. So like it's it's not a surprise that he's like he's that dominant. Yeah, no doubt. And gee, uh, you know, just just backtracking a little bit to you making the choice to to go to Florida because I think at the end of the day it was your choice. Um, how many other teams were in the in the mix? And obviously, I mean, besides you know where they were in the standings at that time, like. And being hot down there, I mean, you know, uh, you know, yeah. why Florida? Yeah, a lot of people ask me that, but it's it's like when the when it happens, where you want to go or what, like what team you want to go play for and what which organization, like it, it it's it's such a tough call because you yeah. you don't know much, but you all, you all you hear a few things and um, a good locker room was something that was very important for me, and you know they were playing well, they're uh, they're so many goals they were playing uh, up and down they're fast team good they have two great goalies and uh so for me it was like and it was florida i mean you get yeah. to play in florida and you know in playoffs there it's always it's always good atmosphere so um for me having a chance to play with like guys like huberto and and mm -hmm. and, and 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 barkov and uh and reinhardt like those guys there's, there's more good players but just having a chance to play with those guys it was uh I just wanted to learn too, you know. Yeah, I know I'm a little old, but I I like to learn and I like to to see what other players do and uh, and kind of just try to keep getting better. It's funny you're calling yourself old. I'm sitting beside old balls over here. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really old. Gee, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's old. That's right. Yeah, I am. I am old. Yeah. But... It's funny to hear you. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, calling you're yourself really old, old man. Because you know, you know, I, just, oh, I still think of you as young, but right you yeah. are. You are. <laughs> the, guy, yeah. the guy's given to me too. Uh, 
you know, I like it though. So, but uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so you had just said a few minutes ago, there were other teams that were like calling for you. Pro- I, mean, I can imagine there have been a lot of teams, but uh, Ottawa just seemed to fit. It's kind of, it's home as well. Um, how, how are you enjoying it? I mean, you kind of touched on that already, but um, it's got to be cool being around, you know, closer to family. Yeah. I mean, I thought I'd have more time to like hang out with family and friends, but you know, you know how it is during the season. It's, it's nonstop. And I got two little boys at home. So it's, uh, um, it's go, go, go all the time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great. Uh, back in, ba- back in the snow, I, shocking <laughs> guy. I, I love snow. So, um, it's great to be back and, uh, you starting to see the outdoor rinks getting ready and the kids sliding down. So it's, uh, uh, like it's been 15 years since I'm back in Canada. And, uh, so it's, uh, it's definitely a change. Yeah, for yeah, sure. No and, and and you reunited a little while. Cam Cam Talbot had a cup of coffee here. He, you know, he came to yeah. us midway through the season and um it's pretty cool. I mean, you know Cam, obviously. Um, what about this Kachuk now? Is he just a shit show in a room? Is he a ball of energy and, and fun? Cause I, I got to deal with his dad a lot uh years ago and he was just so funny and, and the kid looks like the riot. Yeah, I mean he's a goof. Uh yeah. He's like uh, he's like a big teddy bear just goofing around and um you know we play cards he's not very good at it and <laughs> you know we we have a great time every day we just give it to each other but um you know he's he's a he, he's he's a great captain and uh you know he goes with his instincts which is good and and he's a hell of a player so uh I had a chance to play with him a lot of a lot of games here um and it's he's just it's just a power forward, which you don't really see a lot anymore in the NHL. And uh, he's one of the best at it. Yeah, yeah he is. Sure. Yeah, talk about, uh, you know, DJ Smith, you know, you're talking about the leadership role as a player, but, uh, you know, DJ Smith, you know, back in the day, was was a tough guy. And, yeah, you know, he was tough. He, he commanded respect. I mean, how is he as, as a coach? Yeah, he's great. Uh, you know, he's very similar to Chief in, in my eyes. Just, he's, yeah. uh, you know, he'll be hard on the guys. But like, in a respectful way, and he just he he likes to joke around, just ju- just like Chief and um, sarcastic. Talk how, just talk about how tough they are and uh, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, he stories and um, but he like he demands respect from the players. He's hard on the players, but I think the way he does it, um, the the guys respond well to it. So uh, he's got a, gr- a great relationship with pretty much every player. Well, I think anyways, and, uh, um, and that goes a long way for, uh, for a head coach. Yeah, no doubt. You say he's a good communicator. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is with me. He's, I know he's here with Brady and, uh, and Shabbat and all, uh, the, lead, the leadership group. I think, uh, he wants to know how we feel. He wants to know how we can get better. Um, he's not, he's not a coach that thinks he knows it all. He wants to, um, if it's not his idea, he's fine with it. We, he just wants to win, and um, uh, it, 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 it's a great mentality to have. Yeah, you got to respect that. I feel like uh, like the new age coach has to be good at communicating, you know, some, to some degree, right? I mean, there's no, it's like long gone are the days where we, we keep talking about this, like that, that old school coach that doesn't talk to you, you know, until you know, he's got to take you out of lineup or send you down type of deal. Like, I feel like if you're going to be a modern day NHL coach, 
that ha- that has to be almost a prerequisite, right? I mean, you have to communicate with your players. They want to they want to felt be be felt like they're been been listened to, right? I mean, it's it's just one of those things. It's two way street. It's not just listening to the coach anymore. Yeah, no, it's the games change a lot, obviously, uh, in a lot of ways, and I think coaching is also um, change us like the new generation of guys coming in and uh, communicating with your players and uh, yelling and screaming doesn't always get the get the job done. You got to know your players. Some guys it's going to work and some guys you, um, you got to try to put confidence in them. So um, I think the, the good the good coaches in the league, they they understand who to push and and who to be uh, more encouraging. Sorry for the quick break. Just a quick shout out to our sponsor, DLI Commercial, a premier commercial construction and building maintenance company offering support at every phase. Thank you for your support. Check them out at DLI Commercial for all your construction needs. Back to the show. And just shifting gears, I wanted to ask you, G, I always remembered you being like that hard ass worker coming into camp and just dominating, um, you know, working with, I believe it was Tony Greco back in the day, you know, as you become an older player obviously your um you know your body requires different things more maintenance i mean are you still, are you still in the zone like i remember you you know uh, you're just absolutely uh you know grinding it out and uh, and, um, and, and staying on top of it i mean i would imagine so but how has that evolved um you know as you become an older player more experienced player yeah i think i think with time you kind of learn what works and what doesn't work for you and for me, it's just just listen to my body. If it's if I need a little bit more, I'll do a little bit more. If I need more recovery, that's what I'll do. So, um, I mean, I feel like I I I feel better than when I was 28. Like my body, my because I do more uh, more work, like recovering and making sure that the the hips are ready to go and the legs are ready to go. So, uh, so I'm not hurting as much as I I I used to, and and that's just that just comes with experience and kind of learning your body. So. Um, you know, you got to pick your battles when you're going to do that extra work and, uh, and when you just, you just know that you need more rest. Yeah, no doubt. Your hips don't lie. Your hips don't lie. <laughs> <Never Yeah. ride>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. I mean, leading up to the season too, are you, are you still training the same way you did back in the day? I know we're, you know, after Christmas here, but like, you know, that, that off ice workout's obviously important, but I have to imagine that's evolved as well. Yeah, I, you know, I, me and Tony have been doing a lot of the same thing for about 17 years. And obviously we, we change how we work out a little bit, but it's pretty much the same mindset and um, the, the same idea, uh, maybe a couple different um, ways we, uh, that we switch. But, you know, um, I've been feeling good going to camp. So I think uh, we just kept going to the way, the way it's working. And um yeah, I mean, the the older I get, I know I gotta I gotta put a little extra work in it, and uh, and we and we've done that, so uh, we just gotta keep grinding it out here. Well, I, I would say you know you look pretty good, uh, thirty six points and uh, you know forty games, and I will keep sending you the skill videos that uh, I, I send you to you know things to work on, <laughs> like I've been doing for years. <laughs> but uh, you try to take credit for yeah, skill yeah, or what? maybe. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But uh, you know, you're having a you doing your normal thing, which we kind of knew you would do. And we yeah. talked about this before the season even started. But um, it's good to see you having fun. And uh, you put a little highlight reel last week, man. 
All through the legs, no big deal. Yeah, back standard day at the office. Yeah, you've been busy scoring goals, G. Too busy for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I usually don't score that many goals, but uh, I'll definitely take them. Oh yeah, you gotta take them. Yeah, it's looking good. You uh, keep in contact with any of the old boys? I mean, even uh, you know the the old school guys before even uh, you know got traded away last year. Hartsy. I know you got a rosy podcast coming up. Any any uh, good conversations in the last while? Uh, I I when I was in Philly, I, I used to see Hartsy because we were, he stayed pretty close. But uh, you know, I talked to Lottie once in a while. He's just a clown, this guy. And uh, I, <laughs> I anytime he texts me, it's always something that makes me laugh. So he's goofy. Um, yeah, and like uh, Cootsie, but you know, it's they're busy. I'm busy. It's just we're traveling, we're playing, and um you know it's just it's just it is what it is and uh when but what what like we went to dinner when they came to ottawa and i felt like i saw him yesterday you know so that's yeah. uh uh that's always good to see them yeah that's awesome yeah no doubt and now you've had a chance to play on three three different nhl teams you know as you bounce around uh, obviously the, the group of guys is different, but would you say like the, the vibe, you know, there's always like a clown and there's always the same type of characters. Is, is it, is it always kind of the same as you bounce around the locker room is just different guys playing those different roles? Yeah, I think it's similar. I mean, you yeah. have your guys, you have your serious guys and, uh, you know, you got your older guys, your younger guys. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, here it's it, like, it's, it's, it's funny how it works. It's like, we don't have any clicks and, we have the younger guys hang out with the older guys and then uh, we, we, we kind of switched that up and, uh, you know, it just makes it a lot more fun. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, you got some really good young players there too, man. And I'll tell you what, that the break, he can shoot the puck, huh? Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he knows how to score goals, just put it that way. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. man, you got, 
<laughs> that 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 Timmy uh, Stutzel, he's he, this guy's gonna be a player. He's uh, um, like yesterday he did a backflip just to do a backflip, and I'm like, you're, you're wow. nice, bro. Jeez. just out of nowhere. And, yeah. <laughs> just because, athletic, but, but he can play hockey. He's gonna he's gonna be a hell of a player for for a lot of years. He's, I mean, he's 20 years old, and um, wow. more, like most of the nights, he's he's our best player. So. Um, it's it's fun to play with the, with these kind of guys who are younger, uh, and you know that you just see them getting better every game. So um, it's exciting. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, hey, awesome. talk talk about the attitude of these young guys coming in. You know, I think you you kind of caught the tail end of maybe that old school era. You know, you remember like the the rookies coming in. It's like it's almost like obviously you had to earn it right and then and then they went through a phase of like this entitlement phase i mean i was coaching the phantoms and i seen this you know almost entitlement phase which i imagine that you've seen but you know when you're at the flyers is is that getting better is the same you know some of these guys maybe coming in like like thinking they get they, they, they got they got it made um versus having to really earn it uh maybe a little bit but like not really i mean these guys are so good like they're not yeah they're so advanced that they come in the league at 20 and, and they can skate, they can shoot. They, they have all the skills, all, all the tools that an NHL player needs. So I think it's different. Like when I came in, I had a lot of work to, uh, to be done, to, to be, to be, uh, an NHL player every night, you know? So I think it's just, it's just different. Like the, the kids can, can, uh, they, they can skate and you gotta keep up with them. So it's, uh, I think the game ha just has changed. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, put that in perspective because, you know, I think of you, you know, going back when you, you landed up playing half a season with the Phantoms back in the day, but you're ultra skilled guy, you know, like you mentioned, like the skill level of these guys, like it, it is incredible, right? These young guys, I mean, they all, they all have high level skill and they can all skate. I mean, but everyone's got their deficiencies. Like, what would you say, like, you know, when you, you see these young guys coming with ultra, ultra skill, like, is the this deficiency is kind of the same thing? Is it consistency? Is it a strength issue? Like, what, what, what would it be, you know, being such high-end players? Yeah, it could be strength a little bit. Obviously, they're younger and they need uh, they need to get in the gym a little bit more, but that's just normal for yeah. uh, for, for for any athletes. But, like, these, these guys, like, they have skating coach, skill coach. They skate seven days a week during the summer like 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 they're they can do anything they want but it's about like learning the game and yeah it's fast you don't have a lot of time to think out there it's uh uh it's a pretty good league so um i think with with like with time they 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 get to understand the game a little bit more they get to know the players they play against a little bit more and that's how you just uh you just make your life a lot easier when um when you know that like those kinds of things yeah no doubt i i seem to you know in the men's league to slow the game down i'm i'm, I'm that skilled that <laughs> i can like yeah, yeah you, know, you, don't, like you don't have a choice <laughs> to slow it down <laughs> you're right <laughs> yeah you got the quick pins you just get stuck in quicksand oh there. yeah i think i do yeah, oh. you got you got skill you got skill. How do you see this evolving? I mean, how much better can these players get? I mean, it's almost like, you know, in a 10, you know, five to 10 year span, it's, it's like crazy. I mean, starting at the youth level, like you said, they all got skating coaches, they all got skill coaches. I mean, you don't, you're not going to find a bad skater ever, you know, stepping foot on the ice ever again, you know, on the skill level. I mean, you're seeing the Michigan, you're seeing all these extremely skilled guys. Like, how much, how much more skill can these guys get? Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's a different game. You look at the 80s and you looked at when we're 
uh, when I started playing with you guys, and then and then now, I mean, it's it's evolving and uh, it's great for hockey. I think yeah. uh, the young guys that have all the the the, the skill set that, well, like at one point, everybody's gonna have it. It's gonna come down to hockey sense and uh, how smart they they are off the puck, and like those players are just gonna take over probably. Yeah. Cause I'm just looking back at my limited skill and like, you know, it was a challenge getting the puck into the corner to, to get again on the forward check. And that now these guys are, you know, contemplating like a reverse Michigan and you know some yeah. of the stuff that they're, you know, I guess it always is about the team first, right? Is, is it, is it an acceptable time and place to be trying, you know, this offensive play, you know, and, and what's the, you know, the, the risk, you know, I guess is always the, the, the challenge, right? Because it is a team game and, there's places around the ice you, you, you don't generally attempt some of these things, um, but um, it's uh, it's it's interesting because we we talk about this all the time, and it's just like these these guys are just insane, and the things they're trying. It's just like it's not just like once in a while; it's becoming you know an oh, every game occurrence. Uh, you you made a good point too, G, about they're highly skilled, but understanding the game. That's what it, the game in the end comes down to. Really, like you said. In a few more years, everyone's probably going to be this skilled, but it comes down to understanding the game. That's a great point. Yeah, but it's also an adjustment. Like you play juniors or college, like the things you're doing there and in those leagues are, are probably going to work. But then you come play and then you have defenders in your face. Uh, you try to do that kind of stuff against headmen. Like it's it's not going to work. So like, <laughs> yeah. But that, that's what I mean about understanding the game and understanding who you're playing against. And uh, and if you if, if young guys can do that, they're just gonna, uh, they're just gonna be better. Yeah. For sure. And how do those conversations go back to the coaching? Like, how do those conversations go with these highly skilled guys? Because I know, like, you know, there's, there's always wiggle room for more skilled guys, right? And making mistakes, right? You got to let your guys make mistakes, and the and, and the situations are always part of the conversation. But I can't imagine the conversations now with players based on you know like attempting to make a play, and then you know the play goes awry and maybe goes back the other way like is there more of an acceptance based on i mean i mean i think there always is but like based on the, the level of skill now and then just the, the situations themselves like where coaches you know maybe address the play but they you know kind of maybe give you a free pass well i think there's a time and play like you don't do it at, at the blue lines and <laughs> right if you're in their zone yeah you got you got you can do whatever you want green like, light yeah turn over gotta get back if you get back you'll you're gonna be fine so uh there's a time and place to do it and if it works sometimes it looks good yeah right <laughs> so again, it really hasn't changed then it's like because the same rules are kind of are always be concrete time yeah. and a place so it doesn't really matter how skilled this league lands up getting because it's i mean it's crazy right now it's just this, the same principles apply i assume hey? yeah. yeah 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 well gee we know you're a busy man we appreciate your time uh, enjoy the weather in Arizona. Enjoy talking to our boy Rosie. Oh and, yeah, uh, ser seriously, man, we miss you, brother, and we 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 really appreciate your time because we know we know how hectic it is. All right, hey boys, anytime. And we we do got to say thanks for the uh, the the little clip there for yes. uh, episode one hundred. We appreciate oh, congrats, you for, for spending the time. Yeah, thanks, man. It would feel like it was yesterday. You guys had your first show. Uh, I know it does feel the same. Yeah. You're 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 number twenty-eight and one oh one. Yeah. Exactly. Twenty-eight one oh one. But we do appreciate you, brother. Best of luck. Keep it going yeah. and we'll be talking to you, my man. All right, keep it going, guys. I'll talk to you later. 
All right, a big thanks to G, Claude yes. for hopping back on for Nasty Knuckles G episode 2.0. Yes, yes. The beauty, we, awesome dude. Like we said, we wanted to, it was, we were trying to do it right when he was getting ready to play his first game back here, but scheduling, it's a shit show in NHL and coaches change things up. So uh, really happy to have him on and glad he's doing well, man. Just a really good dude. was always great to me. And a good friend, and talk to him every week. Yeah, give him shit. Yeah, got uh, to. You know, like just a uh, great guy, and we appreciate him. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to reconnect, and yeah. uh, like you said, we've been tracking him down for some time. Anybody knows anything about the back end of podcasting? It ain't easy. <laughs> it ain't not. easy, and chasing people around and trying to get them scheduled, and then things change, obviously. But uh, we got to respect their time. Yes, for sure. Obviously, and. and on top of that, we got to find Debo, what bar he's in to get him, <laughs> you know, into the studio. Uh, guy's an absolute animal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, but uh, you're right, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am right. I mean, you are exactly right. So, I think we're ready for clear questions, Nast. Oh, clear questions brought to you by ClearRum.com. Check it out. I think they have a few new flavors coming out, Riggs. They do. Just uh, just heard this morning. I'm not even sure if it's uh, totally official yet, but I oh. will drop the news. You should drop it. They got three new R2Ds ready to drink cans. Nice. On top of their Orange Crush and Clearwater, they got a cucumber mint coming up. I know that's right in your wheelhouse now. I probably so will not. I don't like cucumbers, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but got, I will try it. You'll try it, yeah. Yes. They got a tangerine. That, that's like tangy. Some, you, I could get into the yeah, tangy. You're a little fruity, so you yeah, like that. maybe. And uh, some passion fruit. Not there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing. Nothing wrong with the that. The pash? Purple pash? No, passion oh, fruit. Passion fruit. I, uh, yeah, I'll like that. Maybe the next one. I'll like that one. Yeah, so. That should, yeah, I like that. So, three right in your wheelhouse now. Boom. So I'll Hydrate drink while you dehydrate. That's right. You gotta do it. It's the best going. Well, clear questions. Let's go, baller. Yep. This is from Fire Fletcher over on Twitter. Oh, oh boy. At NotBillNye69. He wants to know, is a win streak good or bad for the future of the team? Oh, well, we kind of <laughs> kind of touched on that right earlier. The, here's the thing, and R- Riles, you're a player. Even, even being an equipment guy, like, losing sucks, it man. It sucks, man. It sucks. And players don't want to lose. And I know what's there and why people, you know, you're, even though we were told we were aggressive retooling, obviously that's not even close to the case right now. Um, I mean, how do you lo- like, how do you lose on purpose? I can't yeah. play a game of ping pong and lose, but I, I, I get where people say that, you know, you want, but are, but I just have a feeling I'm not saying anything like rigged, but I just have a feeling Flyers aren't going to end up with it. I feel like, I think Biz even mentioned, like, Arizona's going to get this kid. Like, that's who's going to get him no matter what. But who knows? I don't think it's ever bad to go on a winning streak, but I do understand the fans' view of, like, thank for Bedard. You know, you you see it, but you're a player. You know, like, guys hate losing, man. It's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes losing, and I just can't believe – for the life of me, that you would go into a game and deliberately lose. Never. 
Right. And in fact, I mean, half the guys that are on the team this year won't be around if, if, if they actually ever got Bernard. Right. You know, so yeah. it's like well, you're playing for pride always. You're always. playing for the team. You're playing for pride secondarily. And you're playing for future contracts, right? I mean, you're, there's always something on the line. So for you to just tank to try and get a draft pick, it's not going to help your own personal career out. No. <laughs> you know, so it's I not. have a hard time believing anybody's thinking about the future of the franchise when they're, they're, they're taking care of the here and now, this moment, and just trying to survive, you know, game by game, day by day, and the season. So, um, no. So winning streaks, good. I mean, yeah. It shows that you're still caring. It shows that you're still trying. Management needs to worry about the future. Exactly. That's who needs That's to be exactly taking care right. of this absolute mess that has yeah been created totally here. totally that's yeah. that's the real issue so no i don't think a winning streak is bad no no guys I prepare don't. to win you know every meeting you go into is a team meeting to prepare the team to win oh so they're not saying here's a good way we can lose <laughs> yeah no, no exactly i've never been a part of one of those yeah meetings. <laughs> i haven't either but it, it, it's actually a good question because no it really a great is question it really is because, because i think a lot of people get confused in in in, in these types of situations but the bottom line is players are playing for their immediate their immediate moment, right? Right. They're, they're still trying to salvage the season. Um, again, pride. I mean, can you imagine going into a game saying you're not going to give it 100% effort? Right. To hope that the organization gets a draft pick. That's a, you know, a small chance in hell. It you is. Know? It's small, like, yeah. So, no. I mean, it's a great question because I, th I think it's easy to, to assume that organizations would deliberately tank. But, um, you know, I, I think it's just about pride. It's about continuing to build off you know whatever they do have going for them and you know yep. so winning streaks are always good in my book right this one's from nasty's best friend chris mayer Ooh. <laughs> chris yeah uh, he wants to know riles what were your thoughts on coaching the phantoms and nasty what was it like over in latvia well, honestly, my coaching experience with the phantoms was a great one. Uh, I learned a lot about the other side of the fence, you know, coaching, obviously, communicating with players, what goes into it. The stress. The stress, <laughs> yeah. Well, a good thing is with your assistant coach. It's not, it's not as stress bad, as the head right? coach. But, yeah, yeah, I certainly witnessed the stress. There's no question. We didn't have great uh, teams when I was coaching. But, um, nonetheless, I, I learned a lot about the game, you know, a lot of video, right? I mean, you're, you're dissecting the game, a lot of space barring, stopping the game, you know. I can't imagine how critical coaches were of me when I played. I mean, it's pretty ugly, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, the, the the amount of criticism we have for guys and just like little things, right? It's easy to slow the game down with, with the space bar and stop it and saying we should have done that, should have done that. As we know in real time, it's such a fast game. Um, but yeah, just learning how to communicate with guys, you know, and realizing that all guys want, in coaching is to be, to, to felt like they be they were heard right right just to feel feel heard is important to them just communicating how they're feeling to the coach and vice versa um but yeah it was a great experience learned a lot about myself uh, learned a lot about the game you just look at the game completely different you know just that <laughs> that 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 lens of extra extra criticism you know right <laughs> you know as a player you almost kind of like just shake your head at like jeez you just like throw me a bone here and there <laughs> yeah um, right but uh yeah i love my experience you know um it was uh it was powerful you know i have a different appreciation for the game itself right what about you nast uh i went to latvia in 2006 with team usa world championships and uh, right before that we flew into slovenia and played uh them and anze kopitar was 18 years old oh. and just uh had was going being drafted by the kings or had been drafted i can't remember but uh that was 
beautiful country. Like it was amazing. But then we went to Latvia and it was a really cool city. Um, there was a, it was like almost a circle city. Like we stayed across a bridge and you could just see over and it was like, it was really cool. Like cobblestone roads and just all these really cool restaurants, bars, um, it was a great experience. We played Latvia in a new building at that time and it was packed. It was, it was my first experience of like being in a different country and it was like a soccer game. Oh, they right. sang yeah. the whole game. It was packed. And I thought, I, I may have said this before, but one of the coolest things was, uh, they scored a goal. I think they scored the first goal of the game. And when the guy scored, it was the captain of the team. He scored, and as he scored the goal, he turned, and he had his arms up like this, and I thought the roof was coming in. I just remember <laughs> thinking, like, I don't want them to score, but that was one of the coolest scenes. Like, I and the play, we won the game, like, 6-2 or something, but um, it was just a really great experience. Um, I actually pulled off one of the most skilled moves ever. Oh, yeah? I was a little overserved one day. Oh, <laughs> it happens. We jump in the cab, and I'm like, oh, going to have to stop this thing. And I'm with a bunch, a few of the guys. And I'm like, I'm going to be sick because the cab driver's driving like you, like a maniac. <laughs> and I I jump out. It was a minivan, and this slided door open. And I literally go to throw up. I'm sorry to be gross. My chick, my fake flipper, comes out. Oh, no. I caught it. Wow. I don't know. It was puke on my hand. Hey, well. But I caught my damn tooth. I would have had to go the whole two weeks oh, man. <laughs> tooth in my head. But uh, honestly, it was a it was a great experience. It was my first international experience, um, and I loved it. It was it was a lot of fun. Awesome. One more, Pete Legger over on Instagram. Legsy, should Provorov be traded or built around? Wow. Ooh. It's a tough one. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily know the answer to that. I mean, I think he can complement a really good D. I mean, he's a really good D. Yeah. But I think, I just think his time in Philly, he just, you know, maybe it is maybe it is time for him to just explore somewhere else. I'm not sure if it's his decision or if it's you yeah. know, the, or, the organizations. But, you know, I think, I think Proby could be a great player for the Flyers. And I think he shows, I mean, he signs that, you know, that he is that. But maybe it's just one of those things that's just the lack of success as a team the last few years that you just maybe needs a fresh start and it, that's, go and just, just be, you know. It's, it's funny because, like, I feel like a, a lot of times, like, he's kind of held back. Like, if you notice, if you really pay attention to the games, like, he never gets an offensive zone faceoff. Yeah, he's never down there then, and, and you know when he was with Tony, he probably was, but yeah, now he's yeah. not playing with Tony. That's fine. He doesn't get any power play time. I, I just don't see that this guy's not at least second unit power play. That's just me, mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, and it's been tough sledding ever since he's been here. I mean, think about it. this guy wouldn't have missed a game. Yet. Yeah, I know. And right? I don't think people understand that either. And that's a hard thing to do. Like he was punching and kicking to play when they the made COVID him because of the yeah. COVID thing. Um, he played, you know, I know we're talking about the here and now. I don't want to talk about back then, but he had a dislocation, dislocated shoulder played in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Like, I, I just think it's been such a tough go for a lot of people 
you know, and maybe I have this weird feeling a new start may come for him soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and I hate to see him go. I just, I think he's a really good defenseman and people don't, I don't know if he gets the credit he should, but, uh, you know, that's just my opinion. So, yeah. um, I hate to see him go, but you don't have a lot in the pipeline here. Well, that's it. So I don't know what you're going to get for him. You take your chance with picks, which have, yeah, you know, I mean, but we'll gotta, see. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. It's yeah, a tough gotta, question, a good question, though. It's a really good question, yeah. You just got to, if you're going to trade him, you're going to nail your picks, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you've seen this a lot in the past, right? Guys go somewhere else and get a fresh start, and then they, 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 th- they say they thrive, right. right? I mean, you have a coach that maybe believes in them a little bit more than the current coaches. Yeah. Um, play them a little bit different situationally. Um, you know, get them out there, show confidence. You know, when a coach shows confidence in you, you just like the, the things well, you can do. Well, that's a right? big point. Yeah, um, that's that's a great point. Um, but then, you know, someone could argue, well, it's like you got to give the coach a reason to show confidence, you know, and it's like a very – sports, especially pro sports, is yeah. a very, very touchy thing. And, you know, they're very, very critical of every movement, every play. So um, – well, One thing, like, quickly that – that always stuck out to me, like listening to the coaches and you know me, I'm a hockey nerd. I was always, I, for the most part, always in on meetings. Right, yeah. Um, I just loved learning and hearing. And uh, one of the things that always kind of drove me crazy about coaches is this game is so fast mm-hmm. and things happen, uh, just an odd bounce that may pop over your stick and coaches are losing it. Like, what are you, you know, like you played the game, you understand it, but that used to just, I used to just laugh. Like, how can you get upset about that play? Like, the game is so fast and a mistake, just the smallest little thing turns into a major mistake, but may not even be your fault. Yeah. And it, it happens so much in hockey. And it, I just remember, like, God, like, there was nothing that could be done there. The puck literally bounced on a bad piece of ice and went over the guy's stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, things like that. Totally. Well, those those plays for sure, I think coaches get excited because their job's on the line. Right. And, and they yeah. have to make sense. They have to show that they care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in those situations. But I think those situations are a little different than, you know, making a bonehead play. Well, you know, yeah. The absolute 100%. brain fart when you're, you're, you're turning the puck over. Obviously, you get, you got full right to be upset about those plays or have to, um, you know, make adjustments with those. But, yeah, there's a lot of freak things that happen in games. And it's like it's easy to to get all excited over every little, bu- you know, a little bounce here and there and, you know, start pointing fingers. But I think the good coaches, the ones that are able to actually – and maintain composure right. are the ones that <laughs> recognize those types of situations and are not pointing a finger at the guys, yes. you know, standing out there because and, of a, a shit sandwich that's dealt. Exactly. And then sometimes some players just make a really good play. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're doing everything right well, and someone too. makes yeah, a yeah. great you play. Give like, great players some credit. You know, too like you're but, making great plays. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, great sure. question. Yeah, really good question. Not sure the answer there. I know I would love to see him stay and hopefully they get this thing turned around, but I have a feeling yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna be here too yeah, much I agree longer. With that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Things, the way things are trending, it's not looking like he will be, but So if he does get traded, I will uh you know, be his I'll, I'll have to go and help and he will. take care of him. Yeah. <laughs> Move him in. I always tell him that. Cook him dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Breakfast. Yeah, I mean, whatever bakey. I have to do. Yeah. A little bakey, yeah. <laughs> anyway, great question. Yep. And that's a wrap, Nast. That's good it. Good questions. Good questions, yes. Yeah, good ones. Appreciate them. Keep them coming. Make sure we're checking out our YouTube and firing them off in the comments, our social media. Yep. We always appreciate the comments. Appreciate all the support. 
101 episodes now. So we're on our way well, to 200. Let's go, man. Yeah, man. So 101. Check us out next week. Yes. For 102. Yes. Until then, stay safe. See you then, knuckleheads. See ya.